we got uh, another good one for you in store today. Ryan, I'll hand it over to you to talk about those. All right. So some things have happened. Some things. If uh, people didn't notice last week, we didn't have a live episode. Uh, Most of that was because Ryan was out of pocket and not even anywhere that I really had internet connection. Um, Might be. Might be. He could have telegraphed it and everything, but um, something happened, right? And, and, And during this trip, Ryan came back a different individual, and I, I originally uh-huh. thought it was because he dropped his phone in a uh, porta potty. You know, I came to find out it wasn't that. There was one of the ones in like a, a national park where you <laughs> it's literally just a hole, a huge pit. So I, I had to go in one of those. <laughs> then, then you had to have somebody rappel you down. Like, okay, I'm, I gotta get it. <laughs> Corey, hold my hand. It's got my cryptocurrency on it. I'm not leaving it. I'm not leaving. <laughs> So, so what, what big news, no, you actually didn't drop your phone into the toilet, but what big news That's happened, big happened news. this week? This yeah. Week. So we go pretty much and it's been like what, three years in a, in a row, I think Corey's birthday and mine are exactly seven days apart. So if hers is on Friday, mine's on Friday, hers on Saturday, mine's on Saturday. So, uh, for that, we've basically the past three years done a week long trip right? it's like perfect leave on her birthday come back on mine and just go explore the past three have been national parks um we're looking to change that up next year but anyways uh we've been dating for like four and a half years i'm sure you can all imagine where this is going after mentioning that (laughs) (laughs) um but i thought it was a perfect opportunity to uh visit another national park be secluded from the world and propose to my now fiance Ooh! Yay! Congratulations! So super exciting, super yep. nerve-wracking. Um, you know, we really, when we got to the park, didn't have too many plans on where we wanted to hike. So I couldn't like research before, like, oh, what's some what's some badass, cool places with awesome backdrops and all this stuff. So when we got there, we walked around our campsite, and I was like, I, we walked around our campsite, and we found this awesome spot, like really cool right away. And I'm like, nailed it, this right here. Because you can't wait for something better, and I'm glad I didn't because it really wasn't anything new. So it was uh, it was really cool. She loved it, was not expecting it at all. Uh, it was super early in the morning, and, uh, and we, I mean, we woke up from our tents, uh, tent, didn't even brush our teeth. It was five in the morning. Didn't even eat. Just went straight to this spot to get awesome morning pictures. <laughs> <laughs> which which for, for people that don't know, Ryan is not a morning person. <laughs> yeah. And Corey loves photography. So a guy really got her out of bed for the morning pictures of the sunrise, which we did. We did that. But then, uh, you know, dropped a knee and uh, and proposed. She loved it. Loved the ring. Loves the ring. Shout out to everybody who helped me out on that. So uh, it was cool. It's exciting. Come back uh, a whole new man. Well, yeah, you no longer have testicles, but. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but the crazy thing is, and what I've been telling people. So like, it, it just mind boggles me how quickly stuff happens. You know, you you start seeing a girl and all of a sudden you start dating by by like that. And all of a sudden it's on Facebook and you're, you're official, right? You're FBO, you're Facebook official. All you do to move to the next step is spend a decent amount of money and ask one question and it changes your life forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, 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 knelt, I spent a little bit of money. I asked one simple question, but the difference was this question was on one knee 
And then all of a sudden that ring gets on our finger and your life just changes like that. It is like, I was just like thinking about that. Like I think during our 14 hour drive home probably. And I was just like, that just happens so fast. I mean, obviously there's planning and prepping and purchases and all that stuff, but like it just happens so fast. Like boom, one question Mm -hmm. and and an answer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) A one word answer. In a split second. That's, that's also instead of one knee, it's two knees depending upon the position. And that's how you end up, you know, uh, having a pregnancy as well. And then there's eight months of, you know, lead up to it. And then all jokes aside, the, the weirdest, no, like you're just saying it's, it's crazy how things in an instance, I was making a joke and I'm going to lead it actually into like a personal piece where it's pretty relevant. Uh, that is the next moment you will have in life. Isn't because it wasn't for me when we found out we were pregnant. Um, or the craziness going through that whole entire process. It was walking out of the hotel, the hotel, the hospital mm-hmm. with the kid. And it's your first mm-hmm. kid. And you're like, you're so excited and everything else. And you clip this thing in the car. And then you're realizing I just walked out of the building. Nobody had me sign any paperwork or but check anything. Cute, yeah. And I, I'm legitimately <laughs> responsible for not just an animal. I'm responsible for a human being. And I have no clue what in the hell I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And and as soon as like, so, and all down this line, right? Like you're dating and you date for enough time and people start asking you when you're getting married, when are you going to propose? And then, okay. So that happened. We're engaged. Then guess what? Not even a day later, not even like two days later, the very next time I see my sister, you know, obviously excitement, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Within that conversation and within that day, so when's the baby? So when's the baby? I, and obviously Ryan just had a kid. So I, it makes sense that that question would come out of excitement that, you know, the little one may have, your son may have a, a, a friend, a young friend yes. to, to uh, play with. Yeah, a but, member of the family that lives close that is close to his age. Yes. And I obviously see that, but it's just like hilarious. Once you get engaged, everybody's over the engagement. And then the next thing happens. They're just like, mm-hmm. when are you having a kid? Yeah. When you're getting married, like nobody cares about the engagement. They're just like, when you're getting married, Yeah, when you're getting married. <laughs> and there's so much pressure on the, when you're getting married thing. Cause like you're there's, I feel like there's two complete camps. There's the camp of, ah, I don't know, whenever. Right. And then it's like a long, long time or the camp that is like, let's just figure it out and do it as soon as we possibly can. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and as soon as we possibly can, then there's two camps of that of like, let's just go to the courthouse and knock it out. Uh, Andy, that's 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 your that's your story, me. right? Or that's there's right. a let's how fast can we plan a wedding? And you're talking four to six months, right? Like, which is me. It was six months, you know, uh, duration between that, and we were planning it in a different state, which made it even more crazy. But like that's it. But like everybody wants to know. It's like I just yeah, I just made the biggest decision of my life by asking the question. Like you think I got any time to try to figure mm-hmm. out the actual day? Like let me enjoy what's going on right this second. Yeah, it took me four years to. To ask that question, you're asking me when I'm going to get, when's the date? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, yeah. but I, I think, uh, you know, it can't be like a year from now, right? Because if it's a year from now, it's going to be in June and it's going to be miserable yep. here. Yeah. Because uh, it, it will be here, right? But so it'll be either before that or slightly after. So, okay, we'll do it on a Wednesday and then we'll live record it and then. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so fun, though. Just live record the, and live stream the whole wedding. Who, yes. We got to hire somebody to like be the announcer or something. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> and, and totally have like the, the perfect background voice and everything that, that can, you know. Like, hey, 
Next up to the stage, Brian <laughs> Teeter. <laughs> yeah. So, so th- man, I was actually going to ask something else, and I went like three different versions into my head of something that we forgot to talk about in the pre-show um, about setting a date. Because uh, we were just talking about dates uh, for mm-hmm. wedding, and, and and hey, so I'm gonna go. Let's let's keep on the wedding piece just for uh, half a second, right? So, as a guy that has been through the wedding, um, I cared about the wedding. Uh, I cared that the place it wasn't in a, like a shit hole, right? Of like where we were choosing to have it, but. I didn't really care about most of the other things that came along. I just cared that, you know, Katie was happy about, you know, what she wanted. And she, she honest asked my opinion of things. And I was just like, Fah, ah. so have, are you getting into that piece of like, well, what's your opinion on this? And you like, really just don't care. And there's no right answer. It's that first, uh, yeah. awkward it, conversation. Yeah. I mean, it was funny because no joke, like 30 minutes to an hour, maybe two hours. It was just shortly after, you know, I asked the question conversations like that are already coming up <laughs> i mm-hmm. said whoa yeah it took me four years to get to here let's slow this train down <laughs> um, beep, so anyways beep, those conversations beep, have started to happen i we at least waited until we had internet we at least waited until we got home so we could research stuff not just on our phones and from a hotel room right um so the the we already created an Excel sheet, started invitations of who we'd want to invite, how many people. Yep. Uh, next week, we do plan on potentially going to visit some some venues just to take a look, get costs, nice. uh, you know, all nice. this stuff. And to your point, Ryan, I think, I mean, I'll have opinions, absolutely. Uh, Corey in the relationship is definitely, definitely the planner, and she's really excited about it, and I am as well. But she is... Uh, you know, she's the go-getter in the planning. So you're she's excited, gonna be tackling not, a lot of it. You're excited, but you're not the planner. We we all know that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, this is kind of like Corey's lead, but again, with my input and you know, I'll help out whenever I can. Yeah, yeah. So. It's one of those like you're not just hands off. It's just like I, I want what you yeah. want. Like, right? Like because like I could care less what color the flowers are, you know. It's like sure. no, it's like legitimate A, I'm partially <laughs> colorblind, so I can't even see it. So she did want orange and purple or like a lavender type color for the for the wedding and i'm like can we at least do like a navy please like get the orange for you and like a navy for me yeah both of those are your colors mm-hmm. yeah see nice. and that's that's one nice. where it's like hey i only have a, a small mild opinion and like if you want to steamroll me like i again okay whatever i'll just make it work but yeah. you you yeah. ultimately didn't don't want to look like leisure suit larry and you know you're or or uh, dumb and dumber that's that's what I'm thinking, like with the, yeah. the canes, and, you know. bright blue yes. canes and bright orange. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So, well, definitely exciting. Definitely some big news. Lots of people, you know, congratulations yep. and all that good stuff. It's a exciting change in my life. Andy, before yeah. I jump to the next piece about us actually yeah. planning something, um, number one piece of advice for Ryan as as a don't newly do, engaged. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know. So for me, like we didn't do anything traditional, right? We went to the courthouse. My wife was seven months pregnant when we got married. So and I would be okay with the courthouse. You know, I, yeah. I honestly would. You know, I like looking back on that whole experience, I definitely feel like we missed out on the experience of going through it. However, I'm glad that we didn't purely because um, we were given money instead. Mm-hmm. And so, it, you know, if you end up doing whatever you do, 
and and there's some sort of potential money that's given or whatever you know parents do right everybody has something slightly different in some traditions you know to take that kind of money and to not just you know like we we got married we had a house or we were getting a house and like we used it for stuff for the house like it, if i could go back i would still do what we did even though we missed out on the experience but i would take that money and i i would like put it to work for me. I, I would have invested it or done something a little bit more adult and forward thinking. Um, and, you know, like buying a house. I mean, I look back at that as like, yeah, you know, that's the thing to do. I don't know if I'd ever do that again. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, we, we have a home and, you know, I'm, I'm married to the house for 30 years, you know? So it's like, I'm not quite sure if I would have done that. So I, I think that, and then also we were married with kids. So we never got a chance to be married and do anything together. I, I highly doubt you guys are going to make a baby in the next nine months, but be married and enjoy each other for a year or so and then have a baby. You know, like travel. We worked with a gentleman and, and their sure. whole thing was to travel and do these extravagant vacations and then have a baby. And I think that's wonderful. But like be married and enjoy each other before you bring some people in because it's it's nuts and years. you learn a lot about yeah you learn a lot about the other person too because like you're like, all right you know we've been dating and then now we're married and oh wait now we have a baby like in two months we have a baby so it was uh it was like this fast forward version of everything but i would also tell you don't wait too long to have kids so <laughs> only because when you start to do the math you're like okay if we want to have two right and yeah. like really plan out how far into the first one when you want the second one like we were specific where it was like a year and a half to have or start for the second one because then it's like no more diapers brand new baby you know so we tried to do that but yeah. other and than plus, that like when you get older too like i don't want to be right. 75 when my kids go on to like just getting out of high school or just getting yeah. out of college or you know and that's a little drastic but I definitely no, I, want true. to all of that we've we've actually already talked about to be honest yeah. so no that's great other than that i think you know just just enjoy it and have a good time and like um i'll tell you you know because i've got 13 years on everybody with kids like experiences are more important than things so mm -hmm. you know as you as you go through this adventure with each other and then you bring in kids like experiences and memories are far greater than the things that you're going to end up getting and you're going to spend a lot of money because yeah <laughs> they're just like these money pits and it just they they eat all the time and they want stuff i'm like oh they're terrible so <laughs> no. all right ryan but, My, mine was gonna be yeah like take take a little bit of time between now and and when you uh actually want to have a kid and even if it's like two years right or, or or a year just maximize that time and you guys are perfect for that because you guys actually already have been all the way up to this point even you know uh, i get jealous of it because you guys are now not being able to be spontaneous because I have the child, right? It's just way harder. Yes, we have people that would gladly take him and stuff, but there's a whole different process for just deciding in a second that you're going to... I'm used to being the person that like literally we would be like, hey, you want a vacation? Do you just need some beach time? Yes. I'd literally book the beach vacation for a week and a half from like right now and we'd be in St. Lucia, you know, in the Caribbean or something <laughs> like that. So um, that that's you know, those types of things. But yeah, experiences is what I was just going to say. Continue. And, and even so, it's just good stuff. But you've already talked about having kids beforehand. Those are the conversations that a lot of people forget that are, you know, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. me and Katie were on two sides of the fence. So it was a big piece when we, you know, when I was first talking to her, you know, about, you know, if she would 
want to get married and things. And I was like, if we wouldn't have been able to come to an agreement, why would we start that process? If I right. really wanted them and she really didn't, and we were both hard fast and we weren't going to change our minds. Why, why go through that weird compatibility thing? So the fact that you have had this conversation is just positive. Yeah. yeah. All right. I had this weird feeling every time I go to the grocery store, uh, I honest to God kind of thought I was the only one. Um, you know, you walk through the grocery store, getting all your groceries. There's crazy interactions. I've talked about it in the past. The weird things that happen at checkout, uh, you know, it, just weird interactions, right? Now you got people that are wearing masks, people that aren't wearing masks. How are you judging people? I can see your face and you still have resting mask face, you know, because you were used to Who it. do you even know is actually telling the truth about not wearing a mask and being mm -hmm. vaccinated? Like, it does, you're not showing identification saying you're you're vaccinated, right? Yeah. So tons of stuff. Yeah, it's just crazy. Um, but something that's happened that's even prior to COVID existed as a problem. It's really as a humanity question on nobody taught us this in school. I really think rather than the Pythagorean theorem, this should have been one of the key things that we actually sure. have gotten taught. I agree. Ryan, would you like to explain what the issue is and which way you were supposed to act? I, I'll, I, will, I will gladly introduce uh, the topic and I will tell you what I do. I do not have the correct answer. But I think there is an answer. I really think there is. Um, so anyways, you're in the grocery store. You have collected every item on your list and you're ready for checkout. Mm -hmm. You're taking the cart to the lane and you're putting the items on the on the coaster, on the, the belt. The belt, thank you. On the belt. You know, the belt moves forward. It has that little laser line and everything stops. And all of your groceries are on this one belt. Um, and there's an end to them. What do you typically do or what, you know, what notifies the clerk that your groceries have come to the end and the next person in line has started their groceries, right? What, what's that one thing? It's like a, a rubberized strip. It's a, it's a divider, a, a divider. Thank you. Mm -hmm. That's a good word for it. It's a divider. Okay. That's what, that's the whole topic here is that divider. Who's liable for that divider <laughs> is the person that's checking out and about to pay reliable liable to put that thing in the back of their groceries or is the person coming up after you supposed to notify and put that divider after yours stating that their groceries are now beginning and i have no freaking clue and I have never done it. I, I will, I have, okay, I can't lie, right? I've done it a few times, but I rarely put that divider in there. And it was so funny. So today we went to the grocery store and I, I didn't put it there. And I looked at it and I was like, it's there, but I, but I didn't put it there. <laughs> <laughs> and I told, I looked at Corey, I go, Corey, this would be an amazing topic for a podcast. Who's, who's, whose job is it to put that divider there? <laughs> Both of the clerks, the bagger and like the person checking my, my item, just look at me and I'm like, is that my job? Is that my, and they go, no, no, I don't, I don't do it either. <laughs> that's a, that's a good topic. I don't know. And, uh, so I do not do it. What do you guys think? Whose job is it to put that divider in there? Andy, I'm going to let you so, go first. Okay. So I got two thoughts on this one. I think it depends on where you shop or it did. Because when I would go to Costco pre-COVID, 
the person, so I've put my stuff on there, right? And I'm waiting. And then the person who's behind me comes up, grabs it, flips it upside down and puts their membership card in it. That was their way of like being ready and putting their card. Like that was them, that was on them. But I never saw that translate to regular grocery stores, right? And forget self-checkout at like Walmart because they do have some of those long line belt things for you to, that's, that's a, I feel like that is a free for all and that is, that is just declaring war on the next person either in front of behind you. Like it's nonsense, but nobody would ever do that in the regular grocery store. So when Corona started and you couldn't put your card on there because God forbid somebody scanned my card and I picked it back up because the scanner is going to get Corona or who knows what. So they stopped that. Now I got to hold it through this plexiglass, but I do it. So I make sure that I put it up there because there's been times where the person just like the cashier's on autopilot, like grab scan, grab scan, grab scan, and there's no divider. And now half of this lady's shit is already scanned and ready to go in my bag. And mm -hmm. I don't know which way, where it went. So I make sure to prevent that from happening. But I find that nobody does that in return. I feel like it's like holding the door open for somebody. Like you should automatically say thank you. People don't do it. So I just am like, you know what? I'm just gonna do this. I don't care. It's rare I ever get anybody to even acknowledge it. I think one time I had somebody say, "Oh, hey, thanks for doing that." But I'm I make sure to do it. See, see, that's that's a good point. Holding the door open for somebody, you always say thank you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't even think about that. You know, I don't do it. I just expect somebody else to do it. It's kind of kind of what mm -hmm. that is. But that's a good point. Yeah. Good point. So 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 for me, it depends upon where I'm at in line in in the process, and if there's somebody behind me. So if there's nobody yeah. behind me, definitely not putting it up, okay? Sure. If I've filled the whole entire belt all the way from the forward and the back, and because I've just got so many groceries and everything, and then I'm now trying to get my cart back to the other end so that way we can start to bag, the bagger can... That's a whole different debate or, or conversation about why the <laughs> hell do I have to bag my own groceries 90% of the time now, but... Um, right. But trying to get it down there so that way he can take it off because there's nowhere to move continuous stuff. In that case, like, I'm just, you know, foregoing it. Like, that person also should understand that, like, I'm trying to hurry. That helps the whole line. You can pick the little thing and do it yourself, right? But if, like, I'm there and there's time and, and I'm waiting on the next person to get done checking out and I know there's somebody behind me, I'll automatically go ahead and pull it and, and put it there. But And it probably depends, too, on, like, if you're just checking out, like, 5, 10, you know, 15 items, you're probably not putting that sucker there. But like yeah. you said, if you have a like like you're spending hundred, two hundred, three hundred dollars at a grocery store, someone's probably putting well, that there, and it's definitely I mean, not me. Again, that's why I think it depends. Because like if I go to Costco and I have bulky items, I don't I don't even put it on there because yeah. they don't want you to. So in an, in the event that that happens to avoid confusion, I just put the thing up there anyway. So the guy looks at me and he's like, "Oh, is it your basket?" Rather than what am I doing? Which is bizarre because some of these people have worked there for like 50 years and they should understand like the protocol <laughs> of how the stuff goes through with the basket or it's on the belt. But I always try to do that where I, I went the other day and I got paper towels and a thing of water and something else. So I just left it in the basket. There was no need to put it on the belt, but yeah, then same. rather run into the person in front of me or the person behind me, I'm like, I'll just put the thing up. So then at least they know to stop, look, figure out, is it just the basket? Yes. Um, and that's why I think it, it varies on where you shop. So. If you're in a trance, I could, I've never been, you know, a clerk or anything like that. Is, I think clerks, am I even saying the right thing? Like cashier, 
cashier. There you go. It, yeah. I've never done it, but I could just imagine like beep, 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 yeah. beep, 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 beep. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're just like, you're, you could be like listening to every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm, every day I'm, every day I'm hustling. And then beep, 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 beep. And you're just like listening to this song. And then all of a sudden you just start checking other people's items into the other basket. You're just like, you're on a grind. You're on a mission. You yeah. know, or you know, you're bored and you're just like not paying attention, right? Just like working out your uh, whatever that muscle is right there, your <laughs> rotator cuff, right? <laughs> so anyway. I'll tell you, I worked at Walmart and I was a cashier, and there were uh, metrics that you were measured on, and one of them was like this scan rate that yep. you had to push through, right? So no way. That's, a, that's a movie. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah the thing, the right? employee of the so, month thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and and so you, you're judged on this like scan time. I don't even remember. This was so long ago. I was like 19. But you scan it. And then as soon as you take payment, you're supposed to like log off of your system. So it like captured and calculated properly. But you do. You're just like, you just start going because you want it to be done. And you get in this rhythm wow. of like, you know, grab, scan, grab, scan, grab, scan, and like you just move along the way. But he, but at Walmart, I was responsible for bagging, so it's like you know you had this this little rhythm, and you go, you get into this like, what am I doing? And you're sort of lost grabbing people's groceries. Yeah, so that's I mean that's why they created the divider, right? There's a clear reason why that divider's there, a very clear reason. So if you don't use the divider, f you. That's what I, <laughs> that's what I say. So f me. I mean I don't. I don't put it there. That's not that's not me. But I might start doing that now. It's like holding yeah. the door for people. You, you don't just shut it in their face, right? So put the divider there. Also, side note, put your damn carts away, people. Put right. your damn carts away. That's a whole nother that's Ryan's rant right there. And that we're not gonna get into that, but I, I'll I'll jump on that bandwagon put of saying damn carts I, away. Can you please have enough f***ing cart corrals? And I don't have yeah. to walk six miles back to put my cart back. Like that's that's Uphill, a whole different whole argument. Waves. Yeah, whole whole different. Yeah, I've already walked your your thirty thousand miles inside your store. Can you at least have one thing in every mm. every row? Right, that's in the middle of the row, not at the end of the row. Um, but also, why aren't we to a point with technology where the cart can just go back by itself? Why do I even have to do it? Ooh, that's <laughs> right? that's true. I, I mean, so come on. Funny story. That's like some funny Amazon, story. Uh, Amazon in their store. Yeah. That's like like that's like that stuff that they would work on. Fun, funny, very funny story. That's a long. It's not even funny. It's just story. It's story time about carts. Uh, very first job was working at Walmart. Uh, they hired me as a stockman. They can't say boy or man. Uh, stockman. Uh, so uh, that's what I was hired as. If I told you that, you think I was actually stocking shelves? No, it was a cart pusher. That's like the, my number one. Uh, you know what I was actually supposed to do. Okay. So they were just finishing a massive renovation and we were becoming one of the biggest Walmarts in the country at the time because we were one of the very first super centers because uh, they love to do those things in the Midwest of test things out because if it works in the Midwest, it's going to work everywhere. It's pretty much what they decide on. Well, one of the, the benefits of that was we got one of the very first electric cart pushers that, you know, with the nice. remote. And so only one yeah. person had to do it and you could do... Uh, what what the machine rated as you were supposed to do like 20 maximum carts at a time you know pff, 
we didn't give two craps about that. Like they only ever had like one person working on a Saturday when there's like th- mm-hmm. 30,000 people inside. Um, so I think the maximum was like, you can get to like 125 carts and you'd be fine. Any number above oh that when you were turning, it would want to start to buckle in the middle. Cause it would just kind of push it out as it wrote the snake rotated around. Yes, right. No way. Yeah. Um, we burnt that thing up over and over again, but I can tell you those things are freaking beasts. Those things could like I, it didn't have a problem pushing that many carts. It was just at a point like you could no longer turn it because there was just too much bow in it when when you when you would turn it. But uh, good story. One of the very first ones that we ever used. Uh, we put That's it through cool. its paces, and I think we burn up like three of them. Nice. Um, I have a question. Okay. If if I play something right now, can you hear it? I'm not hearing anything if you're playing anything. Okay. Uh, I wonder how in the world... I, I know that the people can hear it. Yeah, they can hear it. Um, so my question would be... How I'll just turn on the volume. Um, no, because it's going to be super delayed. That's that's the other problem with it. Um, it is about Nickelback. Okay. <laughs> uh, because that is a... I'm wrapping it into a topics from, from the previous week. And uh, what I actually want to do here is I'll do this. Share computer audio. I hope I don't send you guys 30,000 things. Can you hear this? Yeah. Okay. All right. So when you instantly hear that, you think it's going to be like 50 cent, right? Yeah. Right. Oh, no. Oh, my God. No, thank you. I know. I heard it the first time and I hated it too. And then I've listened to it like three or four more times since. And I'm like, this isn't bad. Why do I not like this? And then it went back to the conversation of hating Nickelback or not. Yeah. You know? So <laughs> Ryan's making the <laughs> that gag. That was terrible. Interest, you know? Yeah. That's no. Listen, yeah. I, th- I feel like most songs are to a, you know, four count rhythm, right? You know that uh, your uh-huh. band, uh-huh. I, I dabbled in it a little uh-huh. bit when I was a nerd in junior high. I hated every second of it. But. <laughs> Every every song I feel like can be put to a beat of anything. To to even further my point, I was just coming home from Costco the other day, and my daughter was listening to some music on the radio, and I was like, "This is dumb." She's like, "Oh, you can't do any better." So I was like, "Pick a song, and every song you pick, I'll meow to it instead of the <laughs> words, and it'll be on point and on beat." Sure enough, I did that, <laughs> and she was just like mortified because of how embarrassing it was but also sort of impressed that it actually worked Mm -hmm. so it doesn't surprise me but it it's awful oh yeah (laughs) it it was amazing so we appreciate everybody and we will see you next week